Sure. I hope you have. That was a terrible one. <laughs> that was a terrible one. Uh, I don't even feel like doing it. Brooklahoma. There you go. There's another one. I've used that one many times before, but we'll go with that anyways. So anyways, yeah, it's your boy, Jerry, the TRS from Washington here at General Fitness Company Studio. Today is Friday, March 25th, and it is, well... Season 9, episode 31. I was actually just thinking about it. It It's actually one of my friend's uh, birthdays. I should probably send them a message right now. Just say happy birthday or whatnot, even though it's super late. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I'm doing this right now, actually, while we're we're, uh, recording. Yeah. How about that? (laughs) Happy birthday. Yeah, anyways, <laughs> I just sent that message off. I'm not sure if I'll keep this in the episode, but we'll see. Anyways, yeah, so this is Season 9, Episode 31, and today I'm going to be talking about what if. We're talking about the Plan A and Plan B situation a lot of people have in their lives uh, where they uh, feel like, you know, just in case this happens, we're going to make this happen, right? And I know everybody's had that experience before, having a Plan A and Plan B, and they feel like, uh, you know, uh, they're gonna get, they're gonna make their way uh, to success uh, one way or the other, and I have a <laughs> I have bad news for you. Unfortunately, that does not work, and not ever, and uh, probably never will. Something uh, similar to multitasking. I actually talked about that in the episode just for a brief moment as well. There's studies that show that multitasking is a myth. It's not something that people can actually do effectively. So uh, along those lines, we're actually be talking about how um, you know planning for uh, Plan B is probably not the best thing for you. And when we talk about why, and we'll talk about obviously uh, what you can do to circumnavigate that, and it's not. It's not exactly don't have a plan B, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's something uh, I think that we all should uh, maybe heed the uh, the advice on because uh, you know sometimes I do this myself. You know I think about well if this happens uh, then I'll do this and if that happens then I'll do that. Uh, but you know that's just. <laughs> As logical as it sounds and as, a, as much sense as it seems like it might make, it's actually a terrible idea. And again, I will talk about why in this episode. So uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and get this episode underway. Season 9, episode 31, and we'll call this one, What If. Let's go! Sun is shining, but the rain is welcome too. Friends are nearby, don't need another view. Time is not on my mind, but then it's you. So I posted something up the other day 
uh, I don't remember if I wrote it or I said it. Or <laughs> I don't even know half the time. I just know I post stuff up and I just can't remember like the medium. Uh, a lot of times when I do uh, post stuff, thoughtful things, it's a, a video. So let's say it was a video. But what it pertained to is uh, how people that have a plan B are less successful than the people that don't have a plan B. And that sounds almost counterintuitive, right? You would think that if you have a plan B, you'd be more successful in the fact that uh, you're planning ahead, right? You're not thinking of uh, completely optimistically or, you know, delusionally where like your plan can't fail. You know, you're thinking like, you know, just in case the plan doesn't work out, uh, I do X instead of Y or Y instead of X. And like I said, intuitively, you would think that makes sense. It's like, you know, just if you if you have more than one plan, <laughs> the better your chances are, right? Uh, yes and no. Mostly no, though. And so that you just, now, if we just think about this logically, you know, we're just going to take this into a logical realm and then get into a little less logical realm, uh, which might even make more sense. So, but... Just let's get logical just for one second. If you have two ideas, right? Think about it. You only have one brain. It's great that you have one brain. And however powerful that brain is, it's it's hard to manage, and man, manage two different things at one time, right? Especially if it's to the best of your ability. So if you just, like I said, if you just think logically, if you dedicate all your time to one thing, over another thing, then, well, you can imagine that you're not going to be too successful in either. You know, just because of the fact that you're putting, you're taking energy from, from plan A and putting it into plan B, and every moment that you take away from plan A, well, it doesn't, it doesn't work so well. And I, and, you know, to get on a less logical point, I guess, uh, I don't even know what you would say, but it's kind of a, you know, I guess mental and emotional aspect. If you think about it, if you have, if you're setting up a plan B, well, that automatically means that you don't believe in your plan A. So in a less logical sense, you know, more of an emotional sense, you aren't fully dedicated to plan A if you are taking time away from plan A to create another plan. You know, if you have two plans, you might as well have 26 plans because at the end of the day, it's just showing that you don't believe in in the first plan that you made and you hope that you're throwing stuff against the wall and something will stick. So, and, uh, and I'm not just saying this, you know, I'm not just like giving you this, oh, you know, the, the psychology, you know, because this is actually a study from the uh, University of Pennsylvania uh, that showed that, you know, people that over time, people that have more than one plan are less successful than the people that have just one plan. Uh, but like I said, it's not just some some stuff that I read. This is also life experience. This is stuff that I've dealt with. And I'm sure you could probably think back to times when you did two things at once. And Listen, it doesn't, it's, it's not necessarily uh, that you can't do two things at once, although there are also studies that show that multitasking is a myth. Uh, it's, it's a matter of like the game, the game plan that you have and the mindset that you have. It's really what it is. You know, like I, I was actually talking to someone else the other day about like how they, how they felt like they had so much energy, uh, 
or maybe they just felt like they were getting so much accomplished when their child was very young. They said they had a young child and they were doing like two different things, were going to school, was working in another place and was living in one place and then also commuting to, uh, to another state to work. So it's like, could you imagine that? You know, it's like you're commuting every day to another state. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, you have your house uh, that you're working on, like, you know, you're putting tile floors in and you're taking care of a baby, you know, not to mention that your, 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 your significant others also working. So I can imagine that's tough, but I just can't even imagine how, uh, like you could consciously put that together as a, as a game plan, you know, you get, you can make do, right. I mean, it's something that you can make do and you can be relatively successful in, in the fact that, uh, you've, you can not die doing it <laughs> at least for a certain time. And you know, of course it helps to have like, uh, the light at the end of the tunnel, you know, have an expiration date on it. You know, you definitely, you definitely can't do like do that indefinitely, but, uh, the thing is that what I'm what I'm talking about, you know, out of just being forced to uh, do something, you know, you all, it, it, when it comes to a game plan, when it's not so forced and you're trying to put all your effort into one thing, you know, you, you, you tend to have to, you know, really focus on that one thing. Otherwise, the other thing's not going to work. So. I mean, in thinking about that and talking to my client and uh, yeah, I'm talking to some friends about that, uh, you know, the thing that I realized is that when you have like that extra game plan or whatnot, obviously, as I said earlier, it's a mindset thing. And what you're thinking is that you're going to dwell on that negative. You're going to be thinking about what could go wrong. So. The problem is that if you're thinking about what could go wrong, you're not thinking about what you can do right. You know, I I have a philosophy that life is less about playing defense and more about playing offense. Because like if you're always playing defense, if you're always on the attack or not, excuse me, not on the attack, but if you're always playing defense and you're always being reactive, you're always going to be behind the eight ball. You're always going to be playing catch up, right? Because you're going to be looking for the next thing that's going to be hitting you. Now, obviously, again, you have to prepare for those things, but you shouldn't expect those things. So the key here is that you know, as you as you prepare for these things, you have to have this if, and that's intestinal intestinal fortitude, right? You have to see these things, and you can't break down when like things don't go your way, right? Because you have to, you know, you just, obviously if you break down, <laughs> you're not going to be able to put all your energy into that thing that you're trying to accomplish. So. Instead of having that, you know, that plan B, you know, instead of having that like, oh, my goodness, I'm this is this is not going to work out. And then you're going to go to plan B. Instead, I say have that if have that intestinal fortitude, that ability to stomach a loss, you know, like that's really what it is. Intestinal fortitude, meaning like a strong gut, you know, have the guts to go through. Uh, some issues or to go through some problems without like, you know, completely crumbling and having to feel like you need to change course. Now, granted, there are some times where you really do crumble and it's not 
by any fault of your own. You know, it's just a matter of like sometimes circumstances really just throw you for a loop. But that can happen whether you have the greatest plan in the world. You know, just like sometimes you just have bad luck. So instead of like trying to think of all these different scenarios where you're going to have to play defense, you know, obviously think about what could happen. But in the process of thinking about what could happen, keep your mind on the positive and what you can do to continue progressing should that thing happen. It's kind of like in the gym too, you know, it's like in the gym, uh, a lot of people have the tendency to feel like uh, they need to do like a, a billion different things to get uh, to get strong, you know, like that CrossFit culture. It, it, you don't really need to do a billion different things. You just need to be really good at a certain at, at, a, at a base uh, amount of things, you know, maybe four or five exercises that you do really good. And then other stuff that you can kind of just fiddle around with, you know, like uh, it, as it applies to the, with lifting, you know, you want to maybe you have your core auxiliary lifts, meaning, you know, lifts that have uh, that include like multiple muscle groups. I think that's probably better to say <laughs> exercises that involve multiple, multiple muscle groups, like, you know, like deadlifts, you know, deadlifts are a good, great exercise because not only is it legs, but it's arms because you got to pick the weight up off the ground with your hands. Uh, you know, another great one would be balance exercises, any kind of balance exercise, because that not only is that like, you know, your core, but it's your 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 ankles, your hips, you know, your knees. It's all it's really just more or less feeling your body through space and kind of realizing how it move how you balance <laughs> and how where you put your balance as you move. So it's a I think those those are uh two really good exercises or two really good things to just kind of be uh, practicing in the gym on a continuous basis. You know, obviously a bench press would be good and it's a multiple, multiple muscle group exercise as well as uh, squats. You know, squats, even though it's not, not really arm based, you do have to put a, I guess if you're doing back squats, you got to put the weight on your shoulders, you know, so you have to get a little bit stronger shoulders so you can stabilize that weight on there. But the point here is that you, 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 you want to have multi pronged approaches to an attack but it doesn't necessarily need to be uh where they're completely different you know what i'm saying again using that gym example yes there's multi-prong approaches meaning that you have multi-levels of attack but it, it is for the same exercise so what i'm suggesting is that like you know instead of doing a billion exercises for uh one muscle group right for every single muscle group you want to do like kind of cut down on your exercise. Now you maybe don't have to do as many exercises uh, to get as strong as you want to get because all you have to do is just work a bunch of muscle groups at the same time. So it's all about being effective, you know, efficient and effective as well. So what I'm saying here is that in life as well as in the gym, you know, you do want to have a multi-prong approach. You want to have like, you know, multiple weapons uh, to, uh, to be able to, uh, accomplish your goal but you don't want to have you know completely different <laughs> weapons that you know maybe you haven't mastered or weapons that uh you can't really control <laughs> you know because that's essentially what having a plan a and a plan b is like you're not you have these weapons but you're not controlling the weapons because you're just essentially uh deploying these things that you kind of halfway 
thought up. You know, like you didn't put as much effort as you could into any single one of those. And you may be saying, hey, well, what about those people like, you know, uh, Elon Musk that had three different billion dollar uh, companies? And <laughs> I have to tell you, whether it's Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos or, you know, Warren Buffett or any of these people, None of these people did it on their own. So what we're talking about here is if you have a game plan for plan A and plan B, uh, you better have at least 50 other people helping you execute on that, you know, <laughs> and even these people that uh, that had these um, 50 extra people, they had like some confidants some people that they really trusted that made those decisions for them so they wouldn't be uh, just bogged down with one thing. So. When you're an individual, you know, when you're talking, when we're talking about your life, uh, I would say that, you know, plan A and plan B is not really a good idea. Just go forth with plan A. And if you hit some rough spots, just keep going, you know, have that intestinal fortitude to, you know, say, hey, you know, things, these things aren't my favorite things, but, you know, I'll suck it up and I'll keep going or have the wisdom to notice that, you know, this isn't going to work out and uh, I need to have another plan A. And there you go. Rather than having a plan B, you need to. And I think it's more important to have another plan A. And I've definitely, I could go on about how I've done this w with my company. You know, like we, I never really had a plan B. <laughs> it was pretty much we're gonna run this company. We're gonna find a couple of attacks that I can do to make this grow. But I'm not going stepping outside of my uh, my zone of expertise and start doing stuff that you know you know I'm not trying to sell diet teas and I'm not trying to do things that I just have you know like. Listen, I, I'm a personal trainer and people ask me about nutrition advice all the time. That's not my forte at all. I mean, I could probably make quite a bit of money. I know I know other trainers that make quite a bit of money on the side doing like nutrition plans and stuff like that. But that never is and probably never will be my forte. That's just not something I'm interested in, not something I really study. I like the movement part. I like the, the, the mental part. But, you know, the food, obviously, we know that food does play an aspect in your in your in your affect. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's just not something that I'm really interested in, in delving into. So uh, I would probably outsource that. And that would be my plan of attack. Again, that's not me. That is me delegating to someone else. Uh, to do a, uh, you know, something that would be uh, part of growing the company, part of that plan A. You know, I'm not diverging off to go try to learn some nutrition and so I can make my business a little bit better because that's <laughs> it's just not a smart idea. That's not a good use, effective use of my time. So, yeah, like I guess at the end of the day, what we're talking about here is just, you know, finding what you're good at and, you know, finding what uh, is working and finding what you can make continue to work. So to kind of go back to that plan of me and the nutritionist, you know, like that nutritionist would me diverging off to go try to learn nutrition would essentially help me grow the business, maybe. But I could easily do the same thing by hiring somebody and growing the business and still keeping that plan A of me being a personal trainer and, you know, a, a coach more or less for my clients. So that's the, that's the point I'm making. You know, it's like if you're going to have uh, uh, other sources or other way, other means of of uh, trying to get to your goal, don't make it to don't, don't make it that it's your time that you're 
you're putting into. And if it is your time, try to put it as minimal as possible and find someone else that could take over. Uh, so you're not taking away from your time. And as it, as it applies to your, to your gym routine, you don't want to be, again, you don't want to, you want to be as efficient and effective with your time as possible. You don't want to be doing a billion different things kind of halfway because you, you, you know, you're not good at them. You know, you want to find your core things that you want to, that you can do uh, pretty regularly and then, you know, play around with some other things, you know? So yeah, that's what it's all about. You know, find your strengths, as I've said many, many, many times before and execute on those strengths. And then, you know, as, as you go along and you find other things that might help you out, delegate, don't do those things on your own, delegate. That's what I do. That's what everybody else that's successful does. And that's what I hope that you do as well. All right. I will catch you later. That does it for my week. I really do appreciate you listening. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, feel free to share it with a friend or a family member or even a stranger. Let people know that you care because you're giving in this awesome knowledge uh, about living their life a little bit easier, a little bit better, a little bit happier, a little bit uh, financially sound, all the other things that we talk about here on this episode. Of course, living a little bit healthier as well. All right. Check you later, and as always, keep good company.